Welcome to the You Lead Podcast, brought to you by the Council for School Leadership of the Alberta Teachers Association. Today we bring you an interview with Jason Schilling, President of the Alberta Teachers Association. In our conversation, we talk about school leadership in Alberta and the support that the Alberta Teachers Association provides to school leaders. Jason Schilling, thanks so much for joining me today in beautiful Banff, Alberta, during the U Lead Conference. You well, thank you for having me. You forgot the word snowy because <laughs> <laughs> it is snowing today. But yeah, it's it's great to be here. Conference is amazing and fantastic so far. So congratulations to uh, you and the rest of uh, the council for organizing such a fantastic conference. Thank you very much. And we're going to use this time to to, to nail you down for a couple seconds and, and be able to ask you some questions in terms of, of leadership. And so that's really our focus. You know, our this podcast and the Council for School Leadership, we have a focus on school leadership. So I think that that topic of leadership inside the ATA is a good place to start. Um, and maybe just come in a little bit more generally. When you think about school leadership in Alberta and your role as the president of the Alberta Teachers Association. What are what are some of the things that you're thinking about right now? What's on your mind in terms of school leadership in Alberta? That's a great question. And really the first place I go to when I think about that is just the complexity of the role of a school leader or an educational leader within a school district or even the system as a, a whole. Because what we've seen through the last several years is a real amplification of the stressors that are within the system. So we've seen some systemic sort of stresses that have been around for years that we need to address that were really amplified through the pandemic. So the complexities of the students and their needs in our classrooms, um, curriculum, funding, um, the fact that I think that school leaders have a lot to do. And they're squeezed from different areas to, to you know, we've got to talk to parents, you have to talk to staff, you hear from, you know, central office on things. So it's, it's the word complexity really comes to mind. And so when we look at the, that aspect of leadership within the association and supporting our leaders in the field, um, it's really finding ways to make sure that we can effectively address those complexities. And uh, I know sometimes it probably feels like whack-a-mole, because it probably is, but uh, yeah, the complexity factor of all of that is really, really um, something that comes to mind. Yeah, we're seeing that absolutely in, in our school. So I, I'm glad that you're, you're thinking about that. And, and uh, also the interesting part of your response is that you see that it's, that it's not just one area that become became more complex. And so, yeah, that's, that, that's an excellent uh, summary, I think, of what we're seeing. Moving on, there's been some talk recently about the role of school leaders and mostly principals and assistant principals inside the Alberta Teachers Association. Um, you know, some people are suggesting that the province should look at removing school-based teacher leaders from the association. When you think about that suggestion or that that discussion, what's your response uh, to that, and 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 why why would you have a re- this response? Well, plain and simple, I think it's a mistake. Um, we see uh, 
other jurisdictions, either globally or across Canada, who have their school leadership not part of the same association as the other teachers who are within the building. And it causes a lot of problems. You see a lot of uh, animosity. You get into this real sort of manager-worker kind of mold. And I've always believed in Alberta that we have a collegial model, that I am not, uh, you know, I've never considered my school leader or my principal my boss. He's a colleague that we, we work together. I I bounce ideas off them. They bounce ideas off me. I look to them for guidance and leadership, as I sort of suggested in my comments yesterday morning that when I first started working at my TPGP, I had no idea really what I was doing, but it was through the the collegial relationship that I had with my school administrator that I was able to really refine that process and focus in on what I needed to do as as a teacher to grow within my professionalism and my pedagogy. So I think those relationships are really important. And I think that's the key in it as well as relationships. We know that we're not always going to agree. We're not always going to see eye to eye on decisions that are made, necessarily made at the school level or jurisdiction level, but it's important to have those relationships and that collegiality in there. And I know that uh, the, the current government in their platform in 2019 did have some policy in there about removing administrators from the association. And I spent a lot of time talking to candidates about why that is not such a good idea. And a lot of them approach it from a business model. Oh, well, you have a manager and then you have workers. And I said, that's not what a school is. And maybe they should go into schools to see how schools work and operate. And when I talk to some members as well, there's always that question of a lot of our administrators still teach. And they teach, uh, especially in some rural schools, they teach up to 0.6, 0.7 of their FTE is actually teaching time. So they're like, how do I, how do I switch those hats from being a member as a teacher, but then I'm an administrator and not part of that? So I think overall it would be a mistake and it would deeply impact the effectiveness of education in Alberta. Yeah. And I agree. You know, I have a personal experience in BC and I compare those experiences and the relationships that I saw with my time in Alberta and it's, and it is night and day. I think that, that we have such a great model here and, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that the ETA is, is working hard on that front. Well, even we've, uh, surveyed our membership and our membership overwhelmingly want administrators to be part of the association. Um, teachers and school leaders will both say that and it's, uh, it's very strong theme in our, our member opinion survey and other surveys about the importance of, of having administrators. I talk to a lot of school leaders. Uh, that's one of the great parts about my job and or my role with the Council for School Leadership. And, and one of the common themes that's being talked about is attracting teachers into leadership. And uh, a lot of people are saying that, you know, they feel like it's gotten a little harder to go to those teachers who we feel exhibit some really high leadership qualities and could could really make a meaningful impact. I'd like to know what are your experiences as a teacher with school leadership and what you're seeing in Alberta about teachers' perceptions of leadership and, you know, is this an issue that you're, you're hearing about or what are you seeing in terms of people and their thoughts towards leadership? Yeah, it's a great question. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> so I'll try to do my best with that. Um, you know, my experience with school leadership on a, on a personal level has always been a little bit different because I've, I was sort of in a district that was kind of smaller and it was sort of the idea that you would be involved in the association or you would be a school leader, but you couldn't do both. And I always thought that was a bad perception to have um, early on in my career because I think you can do both. You should be involved in your association. It's 
it's your professional organization that you belong to, and you should also be able to pursue school leadership if you wanted to do that. Um, when I talk to people now, um, they will look at school leaders and be like, wow, it is a lot to do. And as we were talking at the top of this, the, the complexities that are there, um, I think it's really important that uh, through the association and through um, working with school districts and even pre-service programs or you know, graduate pro- programs that might provide these sort of um, learning opportunities that we find ways to better support um, school leaders through the process. I think that uh, what we're seeing is every, and I've talked to the minister about this too, is a lot of stuff are being put on the plates of schools. So school leaders will get these things that they need to do. Um, you know, I know school leaders in the past will always, they'll shield their staff from a lot of things that, you know, might come down from central office. So they'll be like, I'll just take that on and I won't put that on to my staff. Um, but that's an unfair scenario to put on a bunch of school leaders. So we have to look at things that, uh, tasks that are being done that could be not done anymore. Um, things that could be changed supports that we can, can provide for that so that the job is not, you know, our latest research is talking about school leaders are saying it's becoming almost unattainable trying to do the work and balance that out with life. You know, you have families, you have kids, you have other hobbies you want to do besides, you know, work. And uh, so we have to find that way to to work moving forward and trying to find that better balance so that there is an attraction to go into school leadership. Because a lot of people want to do it. When I talk to people, they do want to get involved in that administrative level. They find it is a different challenge. It's a nice way to be involved in the school and still working with kids, but you're working with them on a different level. So it's like taking that influence that you might have in a classroom and being able to take that influence to the whole school. Right, and being able to have that positive change within the entire building and not just those four walls of your classroom. And I think that's great, but we've got to find a way to make sure that uh, we're finding that support for our members with that. And a lot of that comes from having conversations about the things that we need. We were just listening to uh, Dr. Mumby talk about that just before we started recording this, this notion of asking for help and seeking you know, the assistance of others in order to achieve the goals that you want within the school. Yeah, you bet. And I mean, that's our primary goal as the Council for School Leadership is how do we serve our members? How do we provide uh, inside the framework of ATA some some support and some some help for, for teachers and for school leaders specifically? And, you know, it's interesting that you talk about pre-service teachers even because for the first time we had a presence, this Council for School Leadership had a presence at the beginning teachers conference because many people entering the profession are thinking about this idea of leadership. And yeah, it is too early um, to perhaps think about, you know, moving into a principalship role or something like that. But to know that there is support available, to know that that's a possible career path, you know, develop your craft and love your job. And then, hey, if this works out, think about that. And there's, there's support along the way. Well, you know, when I did my master's in school leadership at the University of Alberta, there was at least two or three people within my cohort were five or six years into teaching. They're fairly new, but they knew that this was a pathway that they wanted to go down. And so I think it's great that you're beginning teachers conference. And I think that uh, um, even when pre-service teachers are working in our schools as student teachers, spending time with the administrator is uh, really important. When I did my early stuff at the University of Lethbridge when I was a student teacher, my uh, cooperating teacher was the assistant principal of the school. 
So I got a little bit of that sort of insight into the work that they were doing beyond teaching their classrooms, just sort of the other things within the building of leadership in the school. And so I thought it was really interesting to, to see what he was doing in that aspect as opposed to just teaching. So I think that's always good too. Yeah. You know, we've talked a lot about supporting school leaders and, and what the AG can do. I, I got a little bit of a personal question. When you think about those resources that the ATA has available to school leaders, is there anything that you would like to highlight? Anything that you're saying, hey, I think this is really good. It's valuable, maybe maybe underutilized, uh, doesn't doesn't get enough cred out there, or doesn't have enough knowledge. Um, what's What's some of those resources and those supports that you'd like to talk about right now? Well, I mean, I've got one hidden gem, and I'm going to get to that in a moment. The two things I would highlight, though, is really the teacher employment services part of the association. Just knowing that, you know, a lot of times you'll talk to people who there's an issue going on in their school, and as a school leader, it's different. You're also part of the same collective agreement that sometimes you're being challenged to to interpret, but you shouldn't have to be doing that alone. So you phone the ATA. That's why we're here to assist you with that. Um, and also professional development. So this conference that uh, the school you know, leaders council has put on is an extraordinary opportunity. I feel very fortunate that I'm here this weekend and I get to hear the great speakers that you've brought in and get to connect and, and chat with people, especially post pandemic where, you know, I've seen people today that I've not seen in three years four years and some former students who reminded me just how much older I'm getting, but that's a whole different story as well. So the professional development aspects that are there are specialist councils, but I think the one hidden gem that a lot of people don't really utilize that much is our library. We have an extraordinary association library and the, the folks that work in that, uh, that space are really attuned to literature, to, to books, to um, research uh, things that are out there to just resources that you can get and bring into your school. And it's all part of being a member of the association. There's no charge for it. You order it up, they ship it to you. You use it as long as you, well, you got to send it back eventually. And then they send you an envelope that you can mail it back with. And I know even when I was working on my master's, I would sometimes contact Sandra Anderson, who's who works within the library and say, I'm looking for some articles or some books about this topic. Boom, 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 boom. This whole list of things that I could utilize and how can I get this to you? And they're a really great resource. So I know that is when people are looking at how do I do um, you know, school leadership or PD for my building, we're thinking about these sort of topics. The library is a really great resource for people to, uh, to utilize. I have a great story about the library. I was talking to uh, someone who's here this weekend, Ryan, Dr. Ryan Dunn, who works at the University of Melbourne. He was telling me about this great book on assessment but I could not find it in Canada. It was going to cost me an arm and a leg to, to get it. it would, they would have to like pretty much slow boat it from, from Australia or something like that. And, and I put something out on, on Twitter, actually, and it was just like, hey, does anyone have this book or does anyone know where to get it? I'd really like to get my hands on it. And the ATA library read that tweet. I don't know how they got retweeted. Someone must have sent it to them. And sure enough, I get an email saying, hey, we know you're looking for this book. We've been able to source a local copy and we're sending it to your school right away. And I was just like flabbergasted by like they got the book that I could not find. They uh, Someone just sent them this and they were able to do that. It is an amazing service, so I totally agree. It is. You know, and I've, I've been fortunate over the last couple of years to 
be working at Barnett House and working with the staff who are within that building. They care about public education and teachers just as much as people who are working in schools. So that actually doesn't surprise me at all just from from being in that building and seeing the passion that they have to make sure that service for members is something that uh, they're they're really uh, focused on and that they pride themselves in. So I'm not surprised they did that. Jason, thanks so much for taking a couple minutes. Thanks for joining us uh, at ULEAD, and uh, also thanks for your your leadership at, at the Alberta Teachers Association. Can't, can't thank you enough for taking a little bit of time and talking to us. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of the ULEAD podcast. Make sure you subscribe to never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at atacsl.ca to get more information on the work of the Council for School Leadership.